Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Life to Pitch. As you may know, season two is over, but that hasn't stopped us. We've put together a very, very special best bits of season two. We hope you enjoy them as much as we did making them. And as always, thank you for listening. Enjoy. Nerds, pirates, twins. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what, Viraj. Today, we're lucky to be joined by two twins who, believe it or not, are called Nerd Pirates, which is a very fascinating name. Let's talk about that. Guys, thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having us. How are you doing? Yeah, we're really, really great. It's nice to be here. Are we creatives or are we creative We don't know yet, but let's find out. Toby. <laughs> You've got that written down somewhere. Over to you. <laughs> we did not. We did not talk about this at all. This week, no. um, we're joined by the guys from Bear. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Great start. What a way to end season two. So how can we? How can I describe him? Adman, brand strategist, award-winning founder, and brand new father. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Mr. Gallen Watt. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. Try to kick off. Could you describe what you do to an alien? Ooh. Well, it depends on the alien. Is we're we talking like a rival alien and talking in symbols here. <laughs> no. Um basically Nerd Pirates is our platform for our work as marketers, as writers, and as filmmakers. So all of those things kind of intersect in different ways, but it's a platform for our creativity and for our business work. Yeah, and we like to think that it's all one thing, really, that it's, it's storytelling of different kinds, mm -hmm. and we get to use those skills across different platforms. So we don't really see them as, as different things. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the alien would understand storytelling. <laughs> I, think that, I think he does. I think so. He likes yeah. to tell stories of his alien. <laughs> Kicking off. Yes. Can you describe what you do to an alien? And uh, yes, yes, the alien can speak English. He's not a universal translator. But the alien doesn't know anything else. He just yeah. he can just speak English. That's okay. about it. Just so I'm in charge of colours and shapes. Okay. Is, is, <laughs> yeah. Is that? Does the alien is, know what colours and shapes are? Ooh. Is that enough? That's that's philosophy. Yeah, that's deep, man. <laughs> I would what? I would probably uh, strangely strangely enough the alien has a the alien's name's Bob, right? You, okay. I, I like how there you both looked at me like because I'm sort of <laughs> yeah yeah. 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 <laughs> No, the, that, that's, that's summing it up, that's like boiling it down to, its, and to its core. Mm -hmm. um, for this company, I'm in charge of colours and shapes. So I, what I would probably do, actually, I would get his universal translator, mm -hmm. which I'm hoping would be some kind of handheld device, and I'd say, look, for your big tentacle fingers, when you press that button, what do you expect it to do? What's your expectation of that back button mm -hmm. or that play button, that record button? Where, where do you think it's going to go? What, what shape should a play button be? What colour should it be? Um, because, you know, if you see in colour, if, uh, if you have an interface that you need to interact with, there are certain expectations that go along with that. Um, so you, you wouldn't make a button that does a certain action be a certain colour if that wasn't your expectation of that button. And that's part of my responsibility, that's part of my job, is to, is to make those decisions to follow uh, the themes, the patterns of expectation in an interface, a visual interface, uh, and to help guide and hopefully reward a user through doing that. So, let's kick this off. Um, can you describe what you do to an alien? 
I've never been near an alien. I've, what, done, I've done nothing to an alien. What language does the alien speak? <laughs> the alien has a universal translator. Mm. Will the alien understand the context of the explanation? Yes, he will. Or his she. His name's Bob. The gender fluid. Oh, mm. gender fluid? What does that mean? They flow into different genders. <laughs> they don't identify with a gender. Will they a helicopter? <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Matty. It depends on the alien's experience. I mean, all right, Bob. We here on Earth, we try our very best to create marketing materials that matter to people. We try to tell stories that matter, and we do this through multiple um, what's the word? Channels. Yep, that would do. Great Different multiple channels. And. <laughs> creating websites, we fill those websites with content, so writing, design, um, illustration, photo and video. Um, we work with a lot of brands to find out their purpose, find out how to distinguish that purpose within the market, tell it in a compelling way to people. Um, and yeah, I think we do. Why are we called Bear though, Matty? Yeah, because we are stripped back, bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> It makes it infinitely harder with that look you're giving me. <laughs> um, no, we really are. We're stripped back to only the things that matter, the bare minimum. Um, I can say, I'll just keep saying mm -hmm. bare minimum yeah, uh, until you get it. A lot of M's in there as well. I like the alliteration there. Very good. Minimum. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where it came from. <laughs> essentially, is yes. uh, stripped back marketing, cutting away the crap, chewing mm. the fat off traditional kind of methods and doing it in a way that's more cost effective, time effective and stress effective. More fun. Let's do this. Let's kick this off straight away. Uh, first question. Can you describe what you do to an alien? No. Um, <laughs> probably the answer. Um, I'll, I'll expand on that. Uh, my mum thinks I do colouring in for a living. Um, um, I, I've no idea. The thing is, I can't really explain what I do to, to, to anyone. I think any anyone in this industry, from an industry perspective, you know, what used to be, you know, I'm in advertising used to mean I make ads. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that's not what we do anymore. Um, uh, to try and describe the industry, you know, we help people sell stuff, you know, um, and we help people fall in love with brands. Um, what do I do personally? I'm an absolute bastard child of this industry. I, I do, um, my career is obviously um, being from the big agency background to running my own agency, uh, sold the group last year, so now kind of working in a new mode, um, but I'm still doing similar stuff. Um, and it's a blend of strategy, creativity, ideas, innovation, I'm still helping people sell stuff. Um, I'm running some of my own brands now, and um, and still helping people fall in love with them, with brands. You know, it's, mm -hmm. but it's you know I, I wouldn't have a chance at explaining it to an alien. I, my my mum doesn't get it. I don't get it. And, uh, <laughs> we're all still getting away with it as an industry. So uh, so yeah, good luck, alien. So uh, regular listeners will know that um, we like to we like to have an elevator pitch, which we ask guests each week where they have 10 seconds in the world's fastest elevator <laughs> to try and pitch themselves. Are you ready? Elevator's coming. Okay, so I'm razor sharp and I learn faster, even faster than I work. I'm a bundle of energy and I want to work really hard for you. I am creative, I'm passionate. And oh, wow, that's so short. <laughs> wow, that's really tough. <laughs>
Jo, det är på en Ja, Go. Yeah, I'm part of a company called Nerd Pirates. We're two, we're twins. We're freelancers, and we work very, very, very hard. We're good at what we do. We learn fast, and we we've been creative since we were age zero. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if there was like an Uber for elevators? So you get your phone out, and there's an app, and you can call the elevator before you get there. You could maybe choose which elevator Time. you want. Ooh. Now. <laughs> <laughs> We tell stories that matter in a fun, unique and inspiring way that gets very good value for money. Only work with us if you want to. Three seconds. Told you not the points. Go. Wow, this elevator is quick. Mm. It's almost as quick as the agency bear collective. Wait. You should come and work with us. I reinvent, ignite, and help grow brands. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> six, good. Seconds, six seconds mm. left. That's a new record. That is a record. That's a very good record. Mm. Got the job before it even got the job. <laughs> right. You guys are probably wondering why I bought an A4 sketch pad and four Sharpies. We're going to make season two a little bit more interactive. So these guys don't see it, but we do a thing called One Minute Briefs. So there's an account on Twitter called One Minute Briefs where each weekday a brief is put out and you have a minute to come up with an idea. Right. Competition. Are you ready? Go. Go. <laughs> scribble, scribble, scribble. Oh my god, you are actually writing the same thing. <laughs> How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm fine. Come on. What's this? Oh, okay. Thirty seconds. I never knew the roofs of AUB were pink. pink. I did give you an extra second though. I'm very intrigued. <laughs> it's sort of, it's, it is sort of, sort of similar. It is sort of similar. It's some sort of analytical takedown of toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> Both back for the mind map. Yeah, we did, we did. Okay. Do you want to go first? Yeah, okay. So I'll just run you through how my, my mm -hmm. process here. I started out with a company we know called the Dorset Gardener, who's which is a gardening company here in Bournemouth. It's local. Mm -hmm. And they kind of market themselves, interestingly, on a kind of classic gentleman gardener kind of effect. So they're, again, targeting very much a kind of hipster market. But also it's a kind of nostalgia market. Mm -hmm. And I think the flat cap fits into that market very yeah. well. And I think also in this, I think I we have we saw this millions of times about it and I so I won't go into it because it's I'm obsessed with it. But the kind of a new understanding of masculinity that seems to be coming out in the modern era, which is a kind of much more fashion conscious 
a much more, uh, um, maybe a less aggressive masculinity. Mm -hmm. that, and I think the black cat would fit into that. So my feeling is that you go for a slightly kooky, slightly ironic, kind of almost perfume style ad, but for the flat cap that positions it as the kind of gentleman's sexy fashion conscious <laughs> kind of thing to wear. And you can you can push it in a very almost cards against humanity um, mm. comedy, slightly ironic, winking kind of way. But I can so see that kind of David Beckham black and white yeah. ad, but for the flat cap. Um, with a kind of very hipster branding technique, mm. especially in your typography. I think you could do a really fun, appealing advert in that style. It's interesting, mine's kind of got an ironic twist as well, actually. I think it's the flat cap isn't a particularly sexy object. Like, it's not something you're like, yeah, the flat cap! You can't get that passionate. So it's slightly sort of that way as well. But I don't know if you guys recently saw there was this big catwalk, and I cannot remember what it was for, but it was mm -hmm. in London recently. We had Tim Roth and Gary Oldman, and mm -hmm. I think it had William Dafoe and a lot of uh, famous actors involved. But it was uh, unusual-looking actors. I mean, they're not typically yeah. handsome, mm. and they're older, and it was a little bit kind of kooky. And I thought, okay... I think the idea of rebanding the flat cap is this kind of kooky um, entrepreneurial Del Boy type thing. Mm. So I was thinking what you said about Del Boy. And I just keep imagining these sort of series of videos about sort of the, the old-fashioned entrepreneur. So the Del Boy, the farmer, whoever it is that wears the flat cap, like the Yorkshire miner, <laughs> that kind of thing. And saying, okay, old meets new. These are the old entrepreneurs wearing the flat cap. What about the new entrepreneurs wearing the flat cap? So basically saying, reworking the kind of scheming, wheeling, dealing Del Boy into, you know, the London entrepreneur and basically rebranding the I flat cap. I think Tim Roth and flat cap and putting on a catwalk. I think that'd be fantastic. Yeah. You he, could he's really... got that swag thing going on. Mm. So I think that's probably how I'd start. But for me, it's about finding what the flat cap has meant narratively across time okay. and my first instinct again was like the whole Del Boy thing mm. so I think taking that those values that we associate with that and saying mm -hmm. okay how can we take that old value and put it into what the new value of that thing might be it's funny that both of our pieces interestingly focus on that nexus line between the kind of slightly cheeky chappy <laughs> and a kind of gentleman as yeah. someone who's mm. you know a professional <laughs> yeah. so somewhere in that middle is where you push it problem is i haven't actually really uh, have an outlet for this i mean i don't have a minute but i need i realize a video and catwalk are two kind of separate things unless you video the catwalk but that's what <laughs> i'd work on next guys if i have more time <laughs> a proper output for, for this the campaign for the next minute yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah 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 <laughs> i finished i'm kidding okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, the box. Do you play music in the background? I do play music this, in the background because I've realised. This is really dull. <laughs> I'm trying to pick up some uh, pen noises. Scritchy, scratchy. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Okay, so, so maybe I'll do something. So Nabil's got a red pen. <laughs> You're gonna narrate, <laughs> I'm gonna narrate it. He's got. Awesome. He's, he's drawn a box, and he's writing things down. Wow. First thing, the first word he's written starts with an M. That's all I'm gonna give you. Don't ruin it. You've got 15 seconds left. I'm still drawing. I love pictionary, but I spend too much time. Doing this stuff. <laughs> Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Time. <clears throat> Yeah. Right, who wants to go first? <laughs> okay, Nabil, go first. So, I've done just a poster, and the headline is Men, the most, or women, the most fun you'll have with your hand. Probably. And then it's a picture of a boomerang. Ooh. Wow. Mm, provocative. 
I like. What if I? It's not Pepsi. Hashtag boomerang. Got the social in there yeah, as well. Of course, yeah. What if I don't have any hands? Then you can't use a boomerang. It's quite handy. What about your foot? Yeah. What if I've got a brass hand? Then you can use boomerang. Okay. I'm thinking of Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones with mm. his big, <laughs> big brass hand. Right. No one would mess with you with a brass hand. <clears throat> That's no. true. No one would mess with you. All right, so Toby, okay. what, what's, what's yours? I haven't drawn a fancy-looking ad. I've drawn just some... No box concept. either. I mean, no, I haven't even drawn a box around it. It's, it's not an ad until you've got a box around it. Well, you ripped off the Nike logo, so that's... Copyright. I thought that was the head logo. Like, you know the tennis brand? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Good. I just need to draw a circle right there. Right, so mine <coughs> is, um, is a bit of uh, Internet of Things connected device, right? It's not an it's not an actual boomerang that you throw. Right. right? It's more of a concept. So you keep losing your keys. You keep it's a dragon's den sort of thing. Yeah. You, okay. So you keep losing your keys and stuff like that. So these are much like those little tags. It's boomerang shaped. Right? right. And it's like a tag that you put on your key ring and stuff like that. Okay. Much like ones you can already get. Yeah. And yeah. you use your phone. Oh, damn it! Where are my keys? So you get your phone out. You open up the boomerang app, and it it tells you where your keys are. Mm -hmm. But if they come back, back to you, they, they actually oh. come back to you. How do they do that? I don't Magic. know. <laughs> I don't know. That's not my job. I just come up with creative craziness, right? Colours and shapes. Mm. We've ended where we begun. Mm. We've come full circle. This is beautiful. Very good. And yeah. So you press the boomerang button on your boomerang. And it, and it comes flying back it at comes you. Flying back but at you've you. got to catch it. You better be ready. That's going to take your fingers off. Yeah, and that's where you have the little uh, the the jelly thing on it on on oh, the membrane. So yeah, it knows where to come back to. You, yeah, so it knows oh, where to come back. Oh, yes, let's do it. It's integration. Maybe yeah. it's like a drone. Maybe it's got a little drone propeller thing on it. And a flat like oh. and it flies and it drones its way back to you. Mm. So it's a really small drone. A drone around. Drone around. <laughs> yeah. Boomer drone. Boomer, Boomer drone. Boomer drone. <laughs> Boomer Drown sounds like a, a concert hall. Boomer Drown. Sounds like a Sounds like another German concert so, hall. So far, hang on. That's his Boomer Drown. Hashtag yeah. Uber Vata. Yeah. Uber Vata. Hashtag Boom. Boomer Drown. Boomer Drown. Because these things, sometimes you don't know until you see it written down. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you can have these for free. You know, just, Boomer Drown. Credit us. No, we own this now. Hashtag Uber Vata. That's wicked. Um, awesome. Just just before we go, I'd like to apologise to any German people listening for my horror. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I do a bit of Irish one. And so. aliens. Yeah, and aliens, aliens too. And apologize. people with no hands. People with brass hands. <laughs> Nike. Really. Nike. Head for drawing Pepsi. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Got, you're going to have to do another episode. Follow I know, up, just, like just mini, all apologies. The people of Pakistan, I apologise. You know, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, a little bit of commentary. One minute. <laughs> One minute. They've, all just started, they've all just started staring at each other. <laughs> Matt is drawing a box. Plus, each one a box. He doesn't know what to see. I'm just going to see what he does first. Yeah, yeah. Just copy it. To a slightly better version. Uh, that's 21 seconds. That's 22. Mm. Oh, uh, we know what Matty's doing. <laughs> 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 we know what he's doing. <laughs> Matty's drawing, Jason and John haven't done anything. Yet. No pressure, guys, you do have a minute. 
You have 20 seconds now. Here comes the countdown. Tom, we're not the uh, ones that come up with the ideas, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you see what I've done, you know why I'm not here. I can take anything. Anything. Anything to do with Play Doh. Three seconds, two, one. Take him to do with Play Doh? You said Plasticine. It's the same it's the thing, same man. That was not terrible. <laughs> we'll let you finish. Yeah. That's a great ad. Isn't it? <laughs> With two exclamations. Yeah. Well, it's to, it's to, it's to, it's to the point. Yeah, because it's an unnatural pause. Buy it. I can, already, I can already tell from looking for Maddie is that he's done something that I would have made a joke of. <laughs> it's a bit too highbrow for this kind of thing. Highbrow? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Alright. Well, since Maddie's drawn the most, do you want to start and explain what you've done and why you've done it and how it's going to work? How it's going to work? Why is it going to work? Uh, Why is that I mean, going to sell plasticine? It's a picture of a plaster in a like a scene with lights and a backdrop. Hmm. And it's really nice. No, no substance to it other than that. So you're going to be looking for jobs. <laughs> <laughs> can I just can I just make one observation? Go on. Sure. There's an apostrophe issue there. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I apostrophe T S. You said twenty seconds, and I got panicked. Mm. Very good. Well done. What was the brief? I'm not telling you. I've told well, you. Well, poetry. Really. Thank you. You're not going to commentate like you always do. Uh. Oh. Give us your best, John Watson. Got mm. how he talks. How long have we got? We've Done. got 30 seconds. Well, you've got 30 seconds. <laughs> See, he's already done, he's putting pressure on me. Yeah. Got 20 seconds, I feel. He's doing well, though. Yeah. At least it's original. Sharpie scribbling. Sharpie scribbling. <laughs> Have you ever thought about writing uh, gift cards? <laughs> uh, five, four, three, two, one, stop. I've started till I finish. It's not my best handwriting. It's beautiful, man. <laughs> I had a rubbish sharpie. Alright, so. since. Um, let's get Nabil to go first. Okay. This time. So, as you'll see when we tweet it out later, um, I've done my customary Vox. See, he's done it too. <laughs> Draw a box around it, it's an ad, right? George yeah. Beverly once said that to me. <laughs> uh, and I've gone for the classic line, uh, you're a poet, you just don't know it. And then discover your inner poet, hashtag my poetry day. And it's got a hashtag. So, uh, so social, social engagement. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. done. I love that. Like so there's a whole strategy behind that which makes it sound brilliant. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. And what's yours, Gallon? Mine's very, very simple. I'm a wordy. Um, and I've just put the headline, Wise Words Win. World Poetry Day. Simple as that. Ooh. Forgot the hashtag, though. Don't need a hashtag if something's famous enough. Yeah, but where's the QR code? You know? <laughs> Which year are we in? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were writing ads for 2015. On to the next segment of um, Can you make the logo bigger? 
which is where we are. Da, 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 da. <laughs> make that logo bigger. I should sing that. I can't remember where it goes now, but yeah. So we would like you to take the biggest brand you think in your respective field, and where would you take them next? Oh, that's really that that's is hard. so hard. Um, yeah, I love that. Really hard. <laughs> <laughs> that is hard. Think about a marketing company. Um, I guess someone like, not so much on the marketing side, but someone like Bombus and Park mm-hmm. doing these big creative events, and they are kind of marketing, really. They're taking people's brands and using mm-hmm. great big food events to promote them. Mm-hmm. I guess they would be the equivalent. Mm-hmm. Where I would take them next is very difficult to say because they are um, very uh, reactive to, mm-hmm. to current events. So, for instance, they'll always put on things relating to news, so I'm, I'm sure they'll do a Trump food event at some point. <laughs> that's probably where I'd go with it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, in fact, maybe that's what I do. I think maybe we, we would try and push them into a direction of being even more reactive to mm-hmm. sort of social media and that kind of stuff because their events take a lot of planning, but also they're very edgy, they're in London, they're in a certain area, there's a certain mm-hmm. type of clientele who very enjoy being you know, on the button, mm-hmm. you know, plugged into the nexus of what's mm-hmm. going on. So I think maybe that would be a cool thing for them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe also just video content. We're yeah. also, we're obsessed with video content, yeah. so mm-hmm. I would probably just say that. Yeah, maybe inserting a more narrative element, and that mm-hmm. might be the scriptwriter background in us, maybe. But I think in in events like this, they've got fantastic edgy concepts, and I wouldn't want to dull that by turning them into a story time. Yeah. But at the same time, if you can insert a strong narrative that audiences can connect with, whether or not that's like an anti-Trump campaign, or whether or not <laughs> that's you know telling the story of a of a jelly from A to B. Or from its, you know, conception to creation. I've got it. I've got it. Okay. You get it. Oh, you yeah. got it. Okay. Their history as a duo is really interesting. Yes. And they've got books about them themselves and, and their past and going from Borough Market to this massive multi-million yeah. company. So I think they should do a an autobiographical jelly event. Yeah. Using their food to tell their story as a company. So they're turning their branding into a self-branding campaign. Yeah. Boom. I love it. Done. <laughs> there have been some creative approaches. I can't talk about that we've done for some other, some local companies. Mm-hmm. Right, you can tell us we won't tell anyone. No. <laughs> what, just us three people? Just us this, three, not n- yes. We'll, we'll bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, it's a good job you're not recording any of this. Um, yeah, but we, we have done, we, we've done some creative approaches to, to companies where we've done exactly this. I can't share them with you, unfortunately. Um, how would I, would I do one that I'm prepared to share and, prepared for somebody else to steal off me. Um, mm. <laughs> well, for example, tomorrow um, I'm hoping to go to Longleat with the kids um, to go around the safari and see all the animals and go in the, the fun areas. Mm. And I think there's a lot more that public spaces like that could do in terms of, of digital creativity. Yeah. You know, whether it's a finding your way around the place app whether it's using beacons to trigger events based on where you are. Um, all of these places, you know, Old Towers, Drayton Manor, Marwa, all these sort of places, I think there, there are a lot of untapped opportunities in terms of physical, geographical space and technology and information. You know, the speed at which you can access a bit of information about an exhibit, or an animal, or, or whatever it is, um, in real time, uh, and then couple that with augmented reality, virtual reality. You know, hold your phone up and see see this animal in its what, what the natural mm. environment would be. Um, hold it up, and you can actually see its skeleton moving. Yeah. Or something. Stuff like that. You know, I, I love that combination of, of access to information through a digital interface 
in real time, but in a physical space, in, in mm -hmm. the actual space that you're in, rather than just sitting at home and looking up about elephants or cheetahs, whatever it is, actually being there with one and augmenting, adding mm. to that experience with digital. That's what I love. I haven't um, listed a brand there, but that's hopefully enough of elephants, an Elephants. It's a new elephants. Brand. Elef yes. Elephants is the brand. Where would you take elephants next? I'd add AR to Yeah. Done. I'd make them lighter. Mm. <gasps> make them fly. Flying elephants. Flying elephants. I would love... It's tough, because I know who I'd love to work with, but I don't know what I would... Mm. Like Patagonia, I would love to work with, yeah. but I don't know what I would do that they're not already doing because they are incredible at what they do. Um, I would like to work with Finisterre again because I like what they do and I like what they stand for and their style. Okay, so Patagonia. Yeah, okay. but like I said, I don't know what. I just more of what they already do because they're incredible at what they do. Okay. I'm gonna go right. rogue. Mine's rogue. not really such a brand. Um, it might be a brand. There is probably a brand involved. I'd quite mm. like to work with Christopher Nolan on Ooh. anything. And I won't be in any way, shape or form arrogant enough to suggest that I can make anything he does better. But I'd love to be part of a process that was successful. Go on, who do you want to work with then, Matty? Um, I'd like to work with Tesla Motors because... We can say Tesco's then. <laughs> Tesco Motors. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like Tesla is radical enough in how they go after the gas guzzlers and mm. they could be a bit more aggressive in their marketing. Probably get them in a bit of trouble. They probably don't want to work mm. but it'd be <laughs> fun. Do you know what, that's a really fascinating question because whenever I get asked which client would you want to work for or work on, it's never a market leader. Okay. I don't want to work for market leaders, that's not true. I want to work for market leaders, but they're not where all the exciting stuff happens. Mm -hmm. They're where careers are made yeah. in the sense of it's recognizable work and it's you know the place where you say, oh, I've worked on Nike, or I've worked on Apple, or I've worked on Google, or, or Ford, or whoever it might be. Um, and you get that one wonderful thing in your book or your show reel and you know, everyone thinks suddenly that you're um, John Hegarty. And, and it's just, it ain't true, you know, kind of actually the most brilliant work is done for brands who aren't market leaders. Um, I guess though, taking on your exact point, who would I look at as a market? There's, you know, there's a few brands out there that everyone kind of stares at. You know, Apple being a, yeah. a great example. And um, me, like many other people, are very frustrated with the Apple brand. Um, the communications, what looks like a lack of um, single-mindedness that they always had, um, uh, a bit too much divergence in terms of product lines. Yeah. This year, they're going to launch the 7S. 7S Plus and the edition, yeah. the, the, the yeah. 8 or the 10 year anniversary phone, roughly concurrently, yep. which isn't Apple, mm -hmm. um, but they're doing it because they have to, and Apple wouldn't do things because they have to, they yeah. do it because it's the right thing to do. And um, I guess for any brand, um, my, my, you know, what would I do next? It isn't usually about communications. For me, it's much more about behaviours and, and direction and you know products and services and you know communications are the outer layer of all of that good stuff. And and I would, you know, I've got an Apple, uh, uh, the iPhone Seven Plus, and three buttons on that broke within the first week that I bought it. Um, uh, and there are only four buttons on. <laughs> yeah, and literally, okay. no, no lie. For those who can't four. see, um, my home button doesn't work, so I've got the active button to oh, shut right, my yeah. thing. My volume buttons don't work. 
you know. So the only thing I've got is is home my um, is home button. So yeah, so this lock screen button doesn't work. So permanently on loud. It's crazy. It is, it is <laughs> permanently on loud. I can't turn the volume down when it when it rings or anything like that. You know what would I be wanting Apple to do? Um, get back to basics a little bit, guys. Product design. Yeah. Um, blow my mind. Make me go wow when I see it. Make me go wow to own it. I'm really disappointed with yeah. um, their behaviours, their actions, product quality. They feel much more like a corporation than than the kind of leading light and brand that they they're used sort to of, be. They've sort of gone away from their whole think different. Uh, I think I think there's, and I don't do this as a post jobs thing. I think they would have ended up here anyway. So I don't think okay. it's a Steve Jobs issue. Yeah. But I find I look at Apple and I think they're managing the bottom line of their business more than the the kind of the the, the imagination in the customer's mind. You know, I'm not blown away anymore by Apple, but I know if I was a shareholder, I'd be really happy. Yeah. You know, that's the wrong way around. That business didn't start that way around. Get back to basics. Get back to what really matters. Because actually, if you do what you do brilliantly well, you always prosper on the bottom line. Mm -hmm. um, so it would be much more around that for someone like Apple. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Life's a Pitch. We hope you enjoyed it. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, you can like our page and leave us a comment telling us how shit we were or how great we were. That's up to you. If you're listening to us on iTunes, Please leave us a rating and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can like our Facebook page, which is LAP Pod. Follow us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Pod. And also follow us on Instagram at Life's a Pitch Pod. Mm -hmm.